Welcome to the Rookie Designer Podcast, episode 152. Is the client always right? Hi, my name is Jake from Graphic Precision. I'm a graphic designer, a print specialist, and a marketing consultant. I wanted to start off this new episode talking about some of the changes that have come to the Rookie Designer Podcast. The Rookie Designer Podcast has been around for many years, and I took it over in 2011, starting with episode 127. Originally started by Adam Hay, he did 126 episodes, mostly by himself. I always found that really impressive, and I always enjoyed his episodes. When he decided to step away, he asked if someone was interested in taking it over. I decided it was definitely something I was interested in, and I took it over with a co-host in 2011. And from 2011 to today, we've only recorded from episode 127 to episode 151. One of the biggest issues and struggles that I've had with Rookie Designer Podcast is the fact that I've had a tough time getting on a regular schedule or, or a consistent schedule when dealing with a co-host. There's nothing wrong with the co-hosts that I did this with, and both of them are great designers and had great input to help me with this show. I've just made a decision, after several months of thinking about it, to try to go back to the way Adam used to do it as a one-mic show. That doesn't mean that there won't be other people on the show. I've already got interviews lined up, and I already have goals to have other interviews lined up. I also plan to have Carl from Holy Carp Design back on from time to time to let us know how things are going with his freelance business, and eventually hopefully his own business, as well as what he deals with with working for somebody else. It's my goal to bring about a better podcast, a more consistent podcast, and one that I really enjoy doing. I've always enjoyed recording these episodes, I've just always had trouble keeping it on a schedule. So now, hopefully, with the commitment that I've made, and by the way, if you want some other information about what's going on, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash rookie designer. I posted a video there last week talking about some of these changes as well. And one of the big things in that video was a commitment to release every other week, starting with this episode 152 coming out on Wednesday I believe September 14th. My goal and my commitment is to release every other week. I eventually hope to get to a weekly schedule, but for now, I'm going to do every other week. I really want to push Rookie Designer beyond 200 episodes, beyond 300 episodes. I really want to put more content out on a regular basis for you guys. I also want to make the announcement that I will have t-shirts for the Rookie Designer Podcast. You can see one of those on the Facebook video, but I'll also post a picture of it on the blog post for this episode. I'm still waiting for them to come in, and as soon as I have them in, I'll set up a store. But in the meantime, I plan to give away a couple, so be sure to listen to find out how you can get, or how you can actually win a t-shirt. I've also got another item that I'm going to be giving away, which is a poster that I did, that I designed, that talks about the whole idea of I wish and that regret is poison. 
Again, if you want to see that, I'll post a photo in the show notes, and you can also see it on the Facebook video. So those are some of the things that I wanted to talk about and what changes are coming about for the Rookie Designer Podcast. I'm sure there's other things that'll happen and there's other things that'll change as I learn and grow with this, but I really wanted to basically put it out there that it's going to become a one-mic show and that I'll make the commitment to give you a new show every other week. So now that we have that out of the way, why don't we talk about our topic for today? The topic for today is basically a question. Is the client always right? You know, you hear that old saying, the customer is always right. It really has to do with, is the customer always right or is the client always right? A lot of people believe that that is the case because they want to get paid. You have a happy customer, happy client, they're going to pay you. If they're unhappy, they're going to not want to pay you. So I can definitely understand why that saying came about. But I really want to talk about how that applies to a graphic designer, whether it's a freelance designer or someone who owns their own design business. I personally, after several years of business, do not believe that the client is always right. But I think it's important not to cause that to be an issue. I was recently talking to another designer friend of mine, and he's he's a composite artist and as well as a print designer and web designer. And one of the things that he talked to me about was the fact that he gets frustrated that he'll do something for a client and they'll completely change it, completely have a different idea. And he feels like, well, I'm the designer, I'm the marketing person, I know what I'm doing, and you should really listen to me. Don't disagree with him. The thing you have to be careful of is your client is a paying client. They're paying you to do the work for them. So I think it's important to keep that in mind. They may have an idea of what they want. Doesn't mean it's always the best. It doesn't mean it's always the right idea. But it's their idea and sometimes they may be a little stubborn about it. But this is where I think as a designer, it's important to communicate with your client and explain to them why you're doing something the way you're doing it. Explain to them why you put a button in a certain place on a website. Explain to them why you used a certain font on a brochure. They may not like it, but they may not like it because they don't understand it. But that doesn't mean that even after you explain it, that they won't come back to you and say, well, no, that's not what I want. It's really important that you don't allow your ego as a designer to get in the way of doing business with somebody. Well, it can get frustrating to deal with a client who constantly changes things or doesn't really listen to your ideas, it's important not to allow your ego to get in the way of your business relationship and cause an issue with the project coming to a close. It's really important that your client's happy with your work because that's how you get referrals. But that doesn't mean that it's always going to be a great situation. You may run into a situation where they just are letting their ego get in the way and becoming stubborn about what they want. And because of that, they're causing problems for the project. And if you sit down with your client and you explain something to them and they basically don't listen to that and say, okay, I'm not going to do it your way. It's it's my way or, or, or done. Sometimes you do kind of have to step back and say, okay, you know what? It, it's your business. It's your project. I'll do it your way. 
doesn't mean you have to be happy about it. It doesn't mean you have to put that piece in your portfolio. And it doesn't mean you have to really share with everybody that you did that project. Believe me, there's things that I've done that I would say I'm not real, quote unquote, proud of. I've done it because that's what the client wanted and that's what got me paid. After all, my design business is a business first. It, it's as much as I love creating things and, and doing something fun for a client, ultimately it comes down to the client needs to pay me, so I need to think about it as a business. That can be difficult for designers who are artistic and really put a lot of heart and soul into the work that they do. That if it's criticized by a client, if it's not the way a client wants, they may find that difficult to take. And that's where you have to learn for the business side of things to kind of put your ego aside and say, hey, you know, I might not like what they're having me do, but I want to get paid and I want to get referrals and things like that. That doesn't mean that if you do a project for somebody and it starts to... I don't know if it's, if it's something that you don't agree with on a moral level or on a level that you feel could hurt your reputation as a business owner and as a designer, that you shouldn't cut that client loose. Hopefully you'll figure that out about a client before you sign a contract with them and realize that those red flags will be there. But sometimes they don't come out until later on and you kind of have to say, okay, I got to cut this loose and say, you know, this isn't working out. But again, that that's really where the contract comes in and that's really where that becomes an important piece of it. I've talked about contracts before in previous episodes. We'll talk about it again in the future, but that's one of the reasons why you do want to have a contract is if things get out of hand and a client is asking for a ton of changes or is being unreasonable that you can actually look to your contract and say, hey, you know, you're going outside of the scope of what we agreed on. I really need to put an end to this so that I can move on to a project that's actually going to make me money and be with a client that I want to work with. There's also the situation where you may work with a client. They may be difficult to work with. Their ego may get in the way. You may say, okay, I'm going to do what they asked me to do. Play the game of, yep, the client's always right. Doesn't mean you have to work with them again. It's very easy to say to a client, my schedule's too full or downright, I'm not interested in working with your business anymore. You have a right to do that as a designer, if, and you, it's your business. You make that choice. Obviously, you can't do that to, to everybody you don't like, because if you do, that can be an issue for you, and then you don't have a business. So it really comes down to communication, compromise, and not allowing your ego to get in the way when you're doing business with somebody. If that's the case, then you may run into some issues. One way you may be able to help yourself if you find yourself getting frustrated because your quote-unquote art isn't being appreciated by clients is to do side projects where you can really express yourself and no one's telling you how to do it. I think one of the things that I'm fortunate to have gone through is I come from a production background because of the years that I worked in a print shop and worked in a print production environment, you basically did things a certain way. Now, it's what taught me the better way to do print design. When I was there and I was learning, you basically had to do it that way because that's what worked. Now, that's some of the difficulty I run into is I try to explain to a client that we have to do it a certain way because that's what works on the press or that's the, the best way to get the best colors or, or something like that. 
and again, that's having to explain to them and having them understand that that's my expertise. But being in that print production environment, I think made me realize that you just do things to get them done and get them done well so that you get paid. And in the case of the print production, get the job to press so that it gets printed and the client gets it so that the company gets paid. It's very much the same way when you're a graphic designer. So, I, like I said earlier, it's if you run into that issue, something you can do is you can do side projects where you get to be more open with your creativity and, and kind of push the boundaries of that creativity and do things that make you happy because you're not having to answer to somebody else. I'm not saying that the client's always right. What I'm saying is that you want to run a business, you want to get paid for what you do, you have to listen to your client. You have to do what they ask you to do, but the best thing you can do is if you have an idea, is communicate with them why that's a better idea. Don't drag their idea through the mud or belittle their idea. Just try to to communicate with them why you think your idea would probably work better for their business. And you'll find that a lot of times clients are, are opening to listening and they're they're willing to, to change an idea to something because they're hiring you because you're an expert at what you do. So they obviously respect that. They may get into a situation where they get overzealous and, and their ego gets in the way, but don't allow that to, to cause you an issue with your business. So communication is key. Doing some outside projects would probably help you with your own creative ego and realizing that you're in this to make money as a business it's a business you create artwork to create artwork to do it for fun that's fine but if you're doing this for a business you have to respect your clients and respect the fact that they have their ideas it's their business and they need to express those the way they want to however it's your job to be the expert in the, in the situation and provide them with ideas, it really comes down to c- compromise, communication, and watching what you do with your ego. So keep those things in mind if you run into a situation when you're frustrated with a client. I don't believe the client is always right. I believe that the client is the one that pays me. And I think there's a difference between the two of those. So I think that covers that topic the way I want it to. I'd be curious to hear from you guys what experiences you have and if you've run into some issues, whether you know that you've let your creative ego get in the way of a project coming to completion or have you run into an issue where a client is just totally unruly and unable to deal with your ideas. And I'm curious like how you would handle that and what you would do with that. You can actually leave me a comment on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash rookie designer. You could send me a tweet at rookie designer. Um, You could also go over to the website, rookiedesigner.com. Leave a comment there as to what you've gone through with this. Um, I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say. It's definitely something that I had an interesting conversation with somebody about it, and it was interesting how differently we felt about it. So I'd be curious what you guys think. The other thing, too, is if you've got other things that you'd like to hear about or have questions, um, definitely questions. If you have questions, it would be great because it would give me topics to be able to talk about and answer on the show. Um, Again, you can go to the Facebook page, um, which is Rookie Designer. You could go to Twitter, at Rookie Designer. 
Um, you could also leave a comment on the blog as to what questions you have or suggestions for topics. That'd be great. I think this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode just because I'm trying to get used to doing this on my own. And I'm going to look at some things I can do to use as filler. I mean, one of the things that I was thinking about doing is what things in the news or in the stuff going on in the internet, stuff like that, I could share with you guys. Um, perfect example is I know I just saw something the other day that Shutterstock has released a plugin that works with Photoshop. I haven't really looked into it too much yet. I find that interesting. I'll look into it and I'll report back for the next episode what I thought about that. It looks like it might be something similar to the way that Adobe Stock works with their programs that when you go on to the site and use a uh, watermarked image that it can replace it for you easier and it allows you to search and stuff like that. So I'll have to look into it to see exactly how it works and what it, what it's for but once i do that i'll report back but i want to share some things like that so i may actually start a section that's kind of like creative news or design news or something like that basically talk about things like that that i see i'm always bookmarking stuff that i see come across twitter or facebook or that i come across on some of the big sites that i follow so yeah i think this episode's going to be a little shorter um i appreciate everybody that's been listening Please do me a favor, if you are listening and you've been listening for a while and you haven't left a comment on Facebook, or excuse me, on iTunes, please do that, because those ratings really make a difference in people finding us on iTunes and knowing that it's a show they may be interested. Um, also, please share. I mean, share it with your friends. Um, come over to Facebook, give us a like, comment on some of the stuff that's going on there. Let me know if you're looking forward to the t-shirts. They should be in in the next couple of days. So I'll be able to give one of those away or maybe more than one away. Um, I have the poster to give away. So share so that people find out about this podcast. We can grow the community around Rookie Designer Podcast. And I look forward to bringing you guys content every other week and doing this again. I do really like doing the podcast, and I looked forward to having some interviews with some friends of mine and eventually reaching out to, to other people and see what we can do to kind of generate some interesting content for you guys to listen to. I think that's where I'm going to end today. And remember, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star. Designer Podcast is brought to you by Graphic Precision, a design and marketing firm focused on small to medium-sized businesses, providing marketing, consulting, graphic design, and printing.